When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Is Key got visuals on Jack? How are you? I don't know if Kia, he's giving me the old man look, the squint. Because I'm, I'm trying to understand what, what the hell you're wearing. It's, um, it's just a little hot. Just, you know, it's, is I, I just want to give you an opportunity to apologize to all the Dolphins fans out there. You know, apologize uh, for what? Because uh, Friday you were like, oh, I thought the Dolphins, I thought they clinched two months ago. I did. Oh, all the trash talking. They was rolling two no, months no, no, ago, no, 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 and I no, thought they clinched. Right. No, don't try to when clean When I went it up. on break, I thought it was done. Yes, yeah, and then it got done yesterday. It got done. Oh, well, that's, I'm glad that they finished up at number seven seed going yeah. to Buffalo. Hey, hey, that's hey, good look. for them. Hey, look. They got nobody in. Saying, nobody's saying the Dolphins are going to win the Super after, Bowl. It's after just they got people, hot and was rolling, you were thinking they was going to win the Super Bowl. Certain people wearing black turtlenecks, you know, mock necks, we're talking little trash against the, the Dolphins. That's all. So we just see them. Man, stop, man. The Dolphins, sorry, is all outdoors. Don't get me started. Hey, they made Please, the playoffs, so. Hey, the seven seed, Jay. I bet you won't put no money on it going to Buffalo to beat the Bills. Why would I, bet, I put I a bet, bet on you won't that? Do that? I've been on the Bills all day long. Oh, man, stop, saying. man. You just like I said, I you get a little overly sensitive May with I the interject? Dolphins. Stop, because you front running, man. Stop. May I interject? You're a fraud, Jay. You're a fraud, man. Stop, man. This pickering this early in the morning. This this one upsmanship and I told fan. you so this oh, early in the morning. Feel so good. I'm like a little kid today. I'm gonna act like I'm twelve. Man, they backdoored in the playoffs. They're seven seed, Jay. They, they, they got going home. Key, you know who did not backdoor in, in the playoffs? The Bill Green Bay Packers or Bill Belichick <laughs> and the Patriots. There's a lot to get into. Oh Lord. No good Tom, day to be a no fan. Tom Brady's in the playoffs as always, but not Aaron Rodgers, not Bill Belichick. Oh. Not a lot of people you'd expect to be there. Maybe when the season started. So all right, look. How let's start right away. Key, you know how this goes. How does it go? In the media, we have to point the finger of blame. No. That's how it goes. Does it get I'm pointed? Sure blame you for, for following Key and taking the Packers to win this game when I told you to pick Detroit because it was like their Super Bowl. Independent of Key, I thought they were going to win the game. No, I, Key you know. talked you into it because you were with me at first. Was I? You I chose Detroit. Anything. Oh, you mean, you mean in the pick challenge? Yes, and then damn, Key I think he's right. Anybody in their right, right damn mind, anybody in their right mind, including the bet, the odds makers in Vegas, everybody thought that the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers was going to take care of business and make it to the playoffs. Everybody. Not, not There's everybody. not one person that can sit up there uh, other than the Detroit Lions fans that really believe that I, they was going to go in there and beat Green Bay yeah, usually, at night. To be fair, Jay, usually Green Bay night. doesn't use, lose to the playoffs. Rodgers loses in the playoffs, but he gets there usually. Yeah, but I mean, everybody's wrong because I was up here on, on Friday talking yeah, about everybody, how I take Detroit. Yeah, everybody, that's okay, Jay. You won. No, no, no. I'm just, yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers going to be with us. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that's, yeah. it is what it is. I don't know if he'll be with us. He'll be somewhere warm and nice. He'll be all right. How much, how much blame does Rodgers deserve for the loss, Key? I mean, you can point the finger at him a little bit because he's supposed to be the guy that carry, you know, carried him into the playoffs. He felt good last week doing his interviews of where they were at and all those sort of things. And he didn't play great. He didn't play bad. But 
he didn't play well enough for them to win the football game. They only scored, what, 16 points, I think it was, and that ain't even all from the offensive side of the ball, so to speak. You know why, Jay, I, I do look at Rodgers? Because he, he helped bring them – well, he didn't play that well, but he played well enough. He helped bring them back to the brink, right? Right to the precipice of the playoffs. And then – He did or did the defense? No, the, I understand. Because but no, but I said I, he I helped. See, I said okay, he helped. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, but right. then you see him make a, like, like the, 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 the pass to Tunyon, and like he still has that in him, right? So one of the reasons that you expect him to make the playoffs is because – Rodgers is supposed to be a little extra. Mm-hmm. And when you went, like, the time for the little extra is a night like last night, right? Like, the reason every year, no matter what, they're among the favorites, top five, six, eight teams in terms of the odds to, to, to make the playoffs is because they got Rodgers. So, you know, he gets a lot of the credit, and he gets some blame, too, when it doesn't go wrong. Yeah, I mean, wrong. he threw that, that interception late yeah. in the game there. Right. That was kind of, you know, interesting the way that they, uh, the way that he threw it in a coverage where the safety was able to slide over and come and get it, I just, I don't know. I, I, I would hate to blame, just blame him, so to speak. I think it's a little bit of everybody. I think they put themselves so far behind the eight ball earlier in the season that it was just hard to make up. I mean, they were scratching and clawing, but you put yourself so far behind that it was going to be difficult to make that up anyway. First off, can we just I, – I know we are naturally going to get into Aaron Rodgers, but I want to do the right thing here and applaud Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. I mean, you talk about what the squad Aiden started. Hutchinson one too. and six. Yeah. One and six. And for them to battle back to the course – that's why I always thought this was going to be a game. You know, people – Key talked about scoreboard watching. I get the experiences that would lead to that. But, I mean, just watching Jamal Williams and some of the things he talked about – like, if you're going to be a little, you know what I mean? Like, his famous line, because if you're going to piss like a little puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dogs eat. <laughs> the big dogs ate. And everybody was talking about the fact of, well, who thought they were going to win? The, Detroit already beat Green Bay this year. They already beat them this year. So it feels like they weren't the team being respected. So I give Dan Campbell. I give Ben Johnson, who called some incredible plays, the OC for the Lions down the stretch. I would not be surprised if he did not have a head coaching job next year. This team is on their way. Shout lot, out to lot, the by the way, a lot of great coaches. I mean, we'll get into it later in the show, but Dan Campbell is obviously one. You have powerhouses like the Eagles, so you look at Sirianni. You have stories like the Giants, so you look obviously at Dable. You have so, Mike Tomlin once again does not go under 500 when he, they were left. Oh, that, they're finished, right? There are so many exceptional coaching jobs this year, it seems to me, but – Look, you could be a part of Keyshawn J. Willemax Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation's presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. So, guys, Aaron Rodgers spoke at the press conference. Would we like to hear some of that this morning? Is it going to yeah. sound like Brett Favre? Well, let's take a listen. Huh. Life and the season is like a big ceremony, and... Ceremonies can be tough. Uh, you got to go through some stuff and a lot of lessons to be learned. And as much as this is a real feeling, missing the playoffs and losing home like this, I'm thankful for the season. I'm thankful for the, the friendships that got strengthened, the new friendships, uh, the moments on the field, off the field, at Chives on Friday nights with the crew, and Everything in between. That's the beauty in this game. It's given me a lot, and I'm really thankful for it. 
I mean, he sounds to me like he's setting stuff up for next season. Like, you know, like he's he's got a plan. Wake me up when because <laughs> <laughs> that right there just put me to sleep. Uh, uh, you know, we're thankful. I know. I, uh, but it doesn't sound like a guy who's like, hey, I'm going to tease you with retirement. It sounds like a guy who has really? who sees himself in the future. Can I read you a quote of what he said last night? Yep. So, you know, Key, I, I wanted you to react to this because I wanted to hear your opinion on it. So, you know, he's under contract until 2024, set to earn $58.3 million in 2023, um, that $150 million extension back in March. And he was asked about, you know, what's going to happen next year because of the contract. And he said, um, yes, pretty much. You know, money is energy, and I made a ton of it. I'm very thankful for this organization. But at the end of the day, it's not about the money. Yeah, but so it's like, I yes, it's you're right back in that same bucket that you were in last year before he even signed the big. Deal. When he talks about thankful for the season, for the relationships forged, and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't sound to me like I'm looking backward and I'm looking at memories. I, he, it's like, hey, I'm bringing a group along and I look forward. That's what it sounded like to me. Well, let me so key. If you look at some of the things this team needs, right? Say they need a wide receiver. Say a guy like Jordan Addison from your squad, key USC is out there, right? Maybe they need a tight end. Maybe you can use Edge Roger, like, but say offensively. Mm-hmm. So if you had that issue this past offseason with Christian Watkins and company, Romeo Dobbs, him not really being around, him being on an exploratory mission to find himself, whatever it is, like what's the difference between if you bring in a young piece to your offense next year that he won't do the same thing? Like I don't – like it brings back the entire drama to this offseason. It's something that you have to talk about, is it not, Key? No, I don't. I, I think they they got to address whatever the needs are. I don't. I, the receiver position came along. I thought, you know, down the stretch, obviously, the young guys got better. Um, they got a nice running game. They just got to stay healthy offensive line wise. Maybe they look at getting some help on the defensive front to get to the quarterback a little bit on the pass rush side. I don't think drafting another wide receiver is is at at that high uh, is a priority for them. I think one of the main priorities is to find out what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. But this is why um, I think Rodgers' key does deserve a little blame. You remember when Mike T was talking about you need to pick these guys up at the airport, the new receivers, this and that, not not skip time you know, early on. The, 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 the organization tried to thread a needle, right? Like the Golden State Warriors, the same sort of thing. We're, we don't want to miss a beat here. We want to stay real good. And then draft these young guys, and hopefully their development coincides in such a way and progresses in such a way that we're that we don't have to miss a beat, and they'll be ready in the moment of truth. Right? Well, you know, it, it, it was too little, too late. They they buried themselves too much early, and were unable to thread that needle. And so, one of the reasons you do that is because you think we have a guy in Aaron Rodgers, right? Like who? Like we have a guy in Steph Curry or whatever mm-hmm. in the Golden State. That can get that done. He can paper over some of the problems. And he may be better next year than he was this year anyway. Yeah, I would expect so. Because of the growth of the receivers. Uh, even if – and, and by the way, here's a line that everyone's used since, you know, because everyone thought the same thing. After that first play in the Buffalo Bills game, if it was a Hollywood script, they'd have sent it back. Come on, man, make something a little more realistic, right? Man. <laughs> We're going to get into it. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Down to the 40, 35, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Naheem Hines, 96 yards. To be honest with you, I thought before, in the days leading up to the game, wouldn't it be special if we could take that opening kickoff? You know, the truth is spiritual. It really was. Bone chilling, like, it was, it was, it was special. I mean, come on. Come on. That, did that really happen? Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, ESPN 2, from 6 to 8 a.m. Eastern, and then ESPN News, all four hours, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Scroll down. If you click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app, you scroll down to live radio. We're right there. If you get to work, you're in your car, you want to still listen, just pop, pop, you know, we're on the app live. And we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> that first play of the game. <laughs> Come on, Naheem Hines. Is, it's insane. That was Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Can, can we just hear that again? Can we, I just want to hear that. <laughs> That's the first play of the game. I mean, you, DeMar Hamlin, you, could you ask for better news considering what bad news there was at first? Cardiac arrest on the field after a tackle. Getting CPR for, for a long time, which is a bad sign. His heart's, you know, he have to, they have to revive him twice. What was that, Yates? Okay, okay, let, let, we're gonna, we'll play it a little later. Um, you know, they have to revive him twice. Oh, it doesn't look good, all this kind of stuff. And then little by little, it started trickling out. Good news, good news. And then better and better. And then he wakes up and then asks, the first thing he asks is, did we win? And now look at this tweet from DeMar Hamlin. Game time, right? Like, that's before the game. And then he returns the ball. Naheem Hines with a, with a kickoff return for the touchdown first play? Guys, I uh, – go ahead, go ahead, Key. Well, I was just letting you finish up. Um, yeah, that, that, not only did he do it once, he did it twice in the game. Yeah. I mean, it, it just – some things just work that way, man, in mysterious ways, as they say. You know, God works in mysterious ways, and that opening kickoff was the furthest thing, I'm sure, from from my mind and a bunch of other people. But once he started rolling and he brought that thing out and he started going, it was like, oh, no, he's not getting ready to run. He is getting ready to run this back. Oh, okay. And and then they got smart after the second time and they stopped kicking to him. Um, <laughs> right. But it's just, you know, it, it feels special for the Bills, let's say that. This feels like it's going to be – a special situation for Buffalo because if they meet Kansas City in the championship game, it's going to be on a neutral site. They don't even have to play in Kansas City. So it it's set up perfectly for them. Jay, the best tweet after the kickoff return was from DeMar Hamlin, who tweets OMFG with like 10 exclamation points, right? Like, <laughs> so if people are, I, what I love so much about that is in real time, you see that the dude who everyone's rallying around is feeling the exact same thing that everyone's feeling. Can I just tell you, 
the Buffalo Bills have had two moments in sports. First off, I mean, they stopped the entire world, it felt like, with the Mar Hamlin situation. And, and watching them come out of it has really inspired so many people. But the two moments that have literally, like, almost made me come to tears were, number one, Stefan Diggs had a moment earlier this year with a kid named Aiden Laborde, who lost his father. And essentially, he's been like a, a mentor to this little boy. And like that, that was like a moment where I saw it on social media. It literally almost brought me to tears, right? Mm-hmm. And then watching everything happen with DeMar, and then watching the Bills run out of that tunnel with the flags that they were carrying, like prayers for Hamlin. Like just watching the way the world has rallied around him and this team. I said it before last week. It feels like they are playing for something bigger than themselves. And it's like, just, it it didn't matter who the opponent was. That always gives you an edge. It didn't matter who the opponent was. And that's the kind of momentum. We talk about how do you play going into the playoffs. This now feels like a team where everything happened to them last year, right? The ball just being in the hands of Patrick Mahomes rather than being in Josh Allen's hands and that leading to their destiny. It feels like this is their moment in time, in destiny. Sean McDermott, Bill's head coach, after the game. To be honest with you, I thought before, in the days leading up to the game, wouldn't it be special if we could take that opening kickoff? Um, And then when it happened, I was just like, I wasn't, uh, respectfully, I wasn't surprised. Just by the way the week's gone, um, and then for that to happen, it was like, kind of like, you know, to God be the glory, number one, and then just like, what else, right? What else? But... And not honestly, also not surprised by our guys with that. I mean, it's like it's like that that was they were set on doing that, you know. So I'm um, just a good moment for everyone. You know, as, as I said, we were arguing about the not arguing, but we were we were talking about the Bengals earlier in the season, and I thought that they would make the playoffs because a lot of guys will have excuses. Joe Burrow is just built for he's going to be in the playoffs by hook or by crook. The dude will be in the playoffs. I noticed Tom Brady's in the playoffs. You know, oh, they have the worst records, the worst team ever to go to the playoffs. Be in the playoffs. Rodgers just missed it. He's usually there. Bill Belichick. Okay. Bill Belichick will enter year 10 next season without Tom Brady as a head coach. He has one playoff win. They missed it. This is the first time under Belichick since 2000. And what was weird is it was not a – like, you know Bill Belichick's a great coach, of course, but this was not – like, you wouldn't look at the Patriots and go, really, that's a really well-coached team. Patriots allowed a kick return, first time under Belichick since 2000, allowed a kick return touchdown on the opening kickoff. Lucas in Maryland has something to say, guys. Yeah, Lucas. Yep. Glad, good morning, guys. Glad to hear you guys on. Uh, enjoy the show. Great, re- You guys all have a great report. I think the point is, is that you're, you're making my argument. I think – that he is a very good coach, top five coach automatically, without a doubt. But I, I, I just feel that he gets the credit of being the GOAT too much, too easy, that he's just not that person. Um, you have to win without a, a, another quarterback. Uh, great coaches have won with multiple quarterbacks. You've had Tom Landry win with multiple quarterbacks, Don Shula win with multiple quarterbacks, Andy Reid win with multiple quarterbacks. I just, I just feel that there's – 
better quarter, better coaches. Like he's a top five. You could even put Tomlin in there too. Yeah, you might. Hey, you know what? You know what, guys? I think he's making a good point. It's to, to me, it's not that you could say anyone's better than Belichick because he's won all those Super Bowls, right? But my only point this whole time has been the undisputed goat part. The undisputed part is now in question because. You did the whole thing with Brady. You did that stuff. That You deserve credit for that. But, hey, what would happen if he didn't have Tom Brady? Well, we're seeing it. We're seeing it now. He, he, you know, he can coach. Obviously, they won eight games. It's good without, without a good quarterback. Okay, you can give me that look all you want, but that's the I'm fact. I'm saying I'm letting you. You've been talking for thirty minutes, man. I'm just letting you go. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to bait him in. Can't get a word in key. I'm just letting him go. I'm, I'm, he's the host of the show, driving the bus. I'm just. I'm in the middle of I'm I'm not in the back of the bus. I'm in the middle of the bus just letting you drive, man. I ain't said nothing. Well, they told you, you didn't look at me all you want. I said, what the hell what am you, I doing? Well no, it wasn't it wasn't the look. It was the look with the with the with the way you fixed your mouth and the way you tilted the head, like yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I I get it. Belichick hasn't done nearly as well as he would have liked, I'm sure. Tom Brady is a piece of that. There's no question about it. And right now, it's easy to point to Belichick and say, well, he hadn't done this, he hadn't done this, he hadn't done that. I'm sure if we go through the archives and we look and we go and we start going through stuff, we can look at some of the other great coaches that have gotten uh, uh, one Super Bowls and then lose a player or two and it changes for them. We can find it all day long. The quarterback that he has right now isn't the guy for him to move forward. Now, he drafted him. And they may try to figure it out, but he's not the he can't he can't outdo uh, uh, Josh Allen. No, this, he, he's mm-hmm. not going to be able to. He's not going to be able to outdo Josh Allen. And Josh Allen is going to be around for a long time. Well, and so is Patrick Mahomes. And so is Joe Burrow. He's got to get him a guy if he wants to continue to keep coaching forever. How long? He's got to find him a guy. And right now he doesn't have a guy. What he has is he has something that was packaged up and presented a certain way. And people like you in the media, Max, mm. took it because he went to a playoff a playoff game in a in a Pro Bowl that he was the answer. Mac Jones is not the answer for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. It's the reality of Don't it. Don't rebuttal. Don't rebuttal. Right. Let's go to break. We will. And we'll talk about it after break because I, I, I want to add in some I, on that For too. sure. And I wonder, I have a thought about Belichick and mm. what could possibly happen going forward. By the way, has a journeyman, a journeyman quarterback – Done enough to earn a long-term contract. We've got to get into that, too. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? 
You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Came right in on the beach. Yeah, he did. Jay, what's up? You had something to say about... Uh, you always got something to say. What? what? You're so you aggressive today. Don't you come just... with that corporate aggressive mess with me. I'm, I'm going to start lighting you up. That's what I'm going to start doing, Jay. I'm going to stop being light on you. I'm going to light you up. I'm sorry. I was drinking from my Dolphins mug. What were you saying? I couldn't hear you over our, you, you, man, our you're such a run. front runner, man. You do you do act as though like like the Dolphins are your team's fraud. rival or something. No, 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 no. Oh, no, they are because Key hates them. Right. If Key oh, hates God. you, now he wants I will ride with him. you. I don't care. No, 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 no. It was like the little You tried to little, make it sound like the Dolphins. Bitty no, quarterbacks. that's not. Once you know, they started winning four games in a row, you had them winning the Super Bowl, and the, the tour was better lies, than Dan Marino. Lies, you lies. said it. It's not lies. Max Kellerman, did I ever pick the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl? Tell the truth. You not took Troy over Jalen Hurts as well. Nope. And you took Troy. Nope, nope. I said on this I'm show uh, that I, I was taking the 49ers no. this year, right? I said it. I'm Don't get you, just because you had a lot of animosity and hate towards the Dolphins, You're and you got people like Tyreek Hill sending tweets to you oh and fans God. calling in. That's it's Jay. I, I, You're fine. such a liar. What is it? Key said oh something specific God. last segment that you wanted to respond to. Yeah, well, it was about Bill Belichick. So, okay. Max, mm-hmm. I kind of side with Key. All right. Okay, because I, I do think Bill Belichick is still the greatest of all time. <laughs> still in that damn hat. He's making like serious points, but he's got the hat on. Um, He just, I just, such a corny (laughs) dude, man. (laughs) I got back from London, Keith. Um, All I'm saying (laughs) with you is that the the GM aspect of this whole thing for me with Bill Belichick is what wears on it. It, It's what takes away and retracts from the great coaching because the feeling was that you saw what he was able to do with Tom Brady where you draft a guy and you're like, is that an elite-level starting quarterback? And it morphed into the greatest of all time. And then you see the Mac Jones walk. You see what people are saying. <laughs> Let's be honest about it, right? And the then you're Mac like, Mac right. Jones walk. Yeah, Key. Like, is this going to be transformation part two? Is it going to be the same thing? And then – What does this walk got to do with anything? Keyshawn. Right? <laughs> <laughs> really, like, is he going to do it again? And then when he doesn't do it, you're like, okay, like, is this – like, can he – we've always talked about this, Max. Can he evolve with the times from a GM perspective? That leads to the – that's, that's, that's the question. That's the question. That's I the wonder question. If, if, if Robert Kraft sits down and thinks, okay. Because obviously yeah. Belichick can still coach. I mean, like, he did get eight wins out of the team without a quarterback, really. So, so the, and even last year, even since, since Brady left, you can see Belichick can coach, right? I'm not arguing he's not a great coach. I'm just saying the, the undisputed – Part of the goat conversation is now, yeah, but, away. but see, yeah, but maybe but, but, maybe key they take the GM responsibilities and no, say but that's not the problem, man. They they had even when even when they was winning championships, they had personnel issues. Yeah, that's one of the reasons of, Brady took off. Yeah, but 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 even when they was winning championships, there was personnel issues in terms of identifying certain type of players mm-hmm. that that it just it was all teams 
have personnel issues to identify. You're not going to hit on everybody. You're just not. No, but, you know? but there was there you, you draft seem- a Vince Woolfork. For every Vince Woolfork, you're going to get a, a, a guy that can't play. But that's mm. the I mean, point, that's Key, the about not having Brady anymore. You can't paper over it with a great quarterback anymore until you find the next guy. And so now I wonder if Kraft thinks, look, we need to get someone in here to at least help this dude out. Remember, Brady took off because he's like, come on, man, you got me no receivers in the draft. Man, them, champion, them, them, them early championships, they had talent all the way around. Mm-hmm. Them early championships. I know we give Brady the credit because Brady was the guy. But, you know, they had them Teddy Brewskis. Yeah, no doubt. But, Key, that was a long time ago. Yeah. But but I'm just saying, when we start to count these championships, let's count them the right way. That's right. Early on, Brady was a part of a bigger picture. Later on, he he elevated other players. But that that transition took place after six, seven, eight years where he became the incredible Tom Brady. Having a Gronkowski does help. Having a, a Kevin Falk in the backfield does help. You know, having a Julian Edelman that, that by the way, Bill Belichick took as a quarterback and transferred him, or transformed him into a slot receiver in his little eight-year period of time. He might have been one of the best slot receivers in his era of football. So all I'm saying is there's something missing from Belichick in what they do system-wise, but let's not act like he hasn't put some stuff together. Max. Here over the last year or two, it hasn't been that way because it's easy to point to Brady's not there. Well, if Brady was there, they'd still be in the same situation because they, be the they playoffs, don't have those though. players around them. If Sean McVay takes a year off, yeah. if you're Robert Kraft, are you not realistically looking at that option? Thinking about moving the Pats organization in the future, if I, okay, you're asking, are you if looking I'm, at the Sean McVay option? I'm just asking. If I, if I am Robert Kraft, if you ask me what I would do, if I, if I were Kraft, you, I would look what's for. What's crazy about that? I would look because for you're GM. Trying help. To put the dude over here. It's going to be a million different coaches available yeah. when Belichick retires. There will be, and I, I'd be very curious to see what Belichick can do with a more talented roster. And in order to get that more talented roster, I would talk to him about about getting at the very least bringing in someone to help him out mm. with, with, the, uh, with the identifying with of talent. That. Yeah, Good luck with that. But yeah. he's not the yeah. only person identifying the talent. Max. I know, but whatever, he, he whoever's doing it. He has an entire scouting department. <laughs> he has an entire scouting department. It's not, he's not closing the door and saying, I want that guy, you get out of here. Key, what, play, what, 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 um, what role does his son play? His son is the co-defensive coordinator. One of them is the co-defensive coordinator. And the other one, I'm not 100% sure what the other one does. But I wonder if there's a GM that Belichick would sign off on in the sense that he's like, yes, he gets what I'm trying, basically philosophically what I'm trying to do, but a guy who's had a better track record of success recently as a GM. Mm-hmm. Someone like that, where it's not like, hey, I'm... I'm if I'm, that guy has success recently, he wouldn't be available. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> You could it could be it could be a guy like look it's the truth look Joe Shane was available right and and so he wasn't a GM but you can get a guy like that a guy who is an assistant GM a guy who's on his way up who maybe Belichick is simpatico with right and I mean he can there, there's there's a there's a number of ex executives that worked under Belichick's tenure in New England that's available to him I mean there's there's there are some if he wants to do that they're available there's probably I bet you there's at least five guys that left Belichick and went to become general managers. Guess what? 
They all available now. Yeah, well, that's a problem. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, the Bears mm-hmm. have the number one pick, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lovey Smith. What? <laughs> the Bears have the number one pick. Go ahead and flip There's no the bird. way. Well, let me let me just say, ask a stupid question, and we'll answer it on the other side. There's no way they take a quarterback, right? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. When he went no huddle and they started to make plays. All the big games but light on time, let us catch you up. Definitely not fun ever playing against no huddle offense. Let's run the no huddle. Whether you huddle, whether you don't huddle, it still comes down to just the execution. Guys, you heard the man. It's time to run the no huddle. Yates. Browns at Steelers. Mike Tomlin, guys, finishes the season over 500. Or, or at Again. least, sorry, sorry, certainly not under 500, right? He's never been under 500. Is, I mean, it's unbelievable. Is Kenny Pickett the answer for the Steelers going forward? Here's Mike Tomlin at the press conference. You know, it comes to a screeching halt, this offseason thing. I don't know that I pondered that. I was preparing for the potential of next week, and so I don't have the answer to that as I sit here. Key? So gangster. He's so gangster. <laughs> is he man. the is he is he the is Kenny Pickett their quarterback of the future? Yeah, that's what they drafted him for. To, to be the number one guy and they inserted him into the lineup. They got a little bit of a uh a little bit of a jolt, right? They got some some juice going there. Um I see him as their long term answer. They drafted him to be that. I gotta tell you, like, this dude never wavers, man. Like Mike Tomlin never wavers. I think Kenny Pickett actually translates that same kind of energy on the field, even though he's young. And the, the fact that this, this squad lost T.J. Watt for nearly, nearly half the season and they've made it to the playoffs, it's just a testament to him. Is he the best coach in the NFL right now? I mean, he's one of the greatest who ever lived because – No, I'm saying the best coach in the NFL right now. It's the, Him, Andy Reid. Yeah, right, yeah, he's in that uppermost level with Andy Reid. And- who else? Who else you putting? Who are you putting over Mike Tomlin? Oof. Key is he the best coach in the NFL right now? It sure as hell seems like it. Is he the best coach in the NFL? Yes. It's also horses for courses. What do I have on I mean, the team? Yeah, you know, yeah, he, he's working with less than some of the other coaches with better records. Right. And he's he's working with less than better coaches. Right. I mean. Yeah. And in the end, I think when you look at Mike Tomlin, if he had some of these other personnel groups that some of these other coaches have, Oof. he'd do even better. 
He's unbelievable to never have a losing season with or without a quarterback. He's immune to that stuff. He just competes. All right. Next up. Vikings at Bears. Bears have the number one pick, guys. I mean, there is no way in hell that they're taking a quarterback, right? No matter what Mike Tannenbaum says. Matt Eberflus, Bears head coach at the press conference. Listen to this. Yeah, I just found out about it, you know, so, you know, again, that's something we'll talk about in the future. I don't really have a reaction one way or the other right now, just that I'm focused on our guys and doing the exit interviews for tomorrow. Key, it seems to me that one of the great things about if you're where the Bears are, they have all this money, all this draft capital, the number one pick, and they don't need a quarterback. Where are you with everything? They don't need a quarterback. Now what you do is you evaluate what you could do with that number one pick. Who wants a quarterback? Who wants to go up and get a quarterback? Who wants to go up? and get Will Anderson. Maybe the Bears stay there. They select a guy like Will Anderson, top defender out of Alabama, because they need some help on the defensive side of the ball. It just depends on what my good friend Ryan Pace, my good buddy Ryan Pace, wants to do. Oh, God. He's a good friend of mine, It's, a, it's the wrong Ryan, Key. It's Ryan Paul. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Ryan Pace already is gone. Anyway. Is <laughs> he plays with a different Ryan? I can't. <laughs> You know what's so messed up how hurt Ryan Pohl's feelings are right now after all those conversations you guys had on Michigan Avenue yeah. and all <laughs> times you guys were out shopping together and stuff. And it's unbelievable Pace you forget Pohl. the man's name. Oh, they're all the same. General manager, non-general manager. <laughs> I can't even answer the question. What were mm. we talking about? I mean, obviously, uh, who, who, who in the right mind is going to say that they would take a quarterback? Right. Did somebody from our network say that? Did somebody really from our network well, say they should take Mike a quarterback? T has something Mike to say. T said it? Apparently. I got to hear the sound. I, will, I mean, we'll get what? to it when we get to it. I just can't. I can't. What's next, Yates? Rams at Seahawks. Geno Smith, just as I told Key before the season, he didn't want to listen to me, leads the Seahawks to the playoffs. Key said before the season started that Geno Smith going to be the same thing as Russell Wilson. They're going to play the same way. Da, 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 da. I was like, Come on, man. Geno Smith. Geno Smith balled for most of this year. Has Geno done enough to earn himself a long-term contract with Seattle? Here he is after the game yesterday. We knew, man, what was at stake. You know, we don't want this season to end. I feel like everybody in the locker room, I feel like our coaches are, you know, everybody in the building, you know, we're just coming together at the right time. And, you know, we're enjoying one another and going to work and enjoying, your, you know, your teammates. And the locker room's so fun that I don't think guys want the season to end right now. And we knew, we knew what was at stake. Uh, we had to figure out a way to get a win. You know, the defense kept us in the game the entire time. We were struggling a little bit on offense. Obviously started the game bad. But, you know, we, we found a way, and it, it took everybody, and I was just happy to see that happen. Man, he does exactly what Mike T talks about. Like, Key, it's like the quarterback playbook. When something goes well, everyone else gets the credit. If something goes wrong, it's your fault. That's the way to me a quarterback's supposed to sound at the press conference. Has he done enough to earn himself a long-term contract in Seattle? I think he has, and when I say long term, three three years, you know, give him a nice bump, keep him around for the next two to three years with a nice help, a nice meaty bump there, uh, draft a quarterback for the future, learn under Geno. Um, but I don't think, I mean, we're not talking beyond three years. I, I, I think that's a good deal. Been bring him up average-wise, bring him up to where he needs to be average-wise, and give him like a three-year deal. What's the bump, Key? What do you think? What's that salary? I mean, he's got to be for 20. for me. I would think he's got to be in the mid to high twenties, mm-hmm. um, because that's what he deserves. That 
all playoff quarterbacks, playoff quarterbacks that are not rookies or young on their first deals, they're all at that 20-plus bump move, all of them, except Brock Purdy, which, you know, that was basically he fell into that one. Quick, who gets a bigger deal, uh, Daniel Jones or Geno Smith? Both in the playoffs, both are very good years. I'll go Daniel Jones, I, I would probably, probably I would probably say they're probably comparable. I agree, comparable, but I, I also say if there's an advantage, it, Daniel Jones has been in the league less than Geno Smith. He's younger, and so there's a little. You would think there's a little more upside. We also haven't seen him with an yeah, elite but give receiver. Him, give him, you know, give him, a, give him some real money for a couple of years. Stop playing with the man. The man got you the playoffs. Agreed, guys. Yates, what's next? Titans at Jaguars. Jags. The Jacksonville Jags win the division. Guys, we were talking about great coaching jobs earlier. Mike Tomlin, Dable. You, you, you got to think about you got to think what they're doing in Detroit. You got to think about what they're doing in, in Philadelphia. But does Doug Peterson deserve to be coach of the year, Key? Well, here he is at the Jaguars postgame press conference. We just kept, kept trusting in each other, kept, you know, building on, on what we do and, um, guys just improved every single week and and it, it showed I mean it just you know it was, it's not going to be easy these games are never easy and I, and I don't care you know what the score is I just want more points than the opponent <laughs> hey Max yo is Trevor Lawrence a 275 million dollar quarterback not yet but I'm saying is he headed in that direction yeah it looks that way look at his stat line from this game though Right, Just yeah. <laughs> would you would you pay? You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, guys. The guy threw for barely 200 yards, but guess what he didn't do? He didn't turn the no football. No INT. Right, he had one little touchdown. Yeah, all right, he threw it 32 attempts for 200 and something yards. So that's all I'm saying. Is just people be going crazy about statistics. I'm like, man, you can win a whole lot of games playing this way. Plus two in a turnover differential, you'll win over 70% of your games. Every Forget about every other step. Plus two turno- turnover differential, you're probably going to win. You see what Great Jacksonville did on social success. media? I mean, they, they, they are straight up annihilating people that said, oh, Christian Kirk, why are you signing for this deal? They're trash. They're like, oh, how's that trash feel now? I give Doug Peterson a lot of credit when you they were two and six. Sign Christian Kirk for that money. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> well, now you can say and talk trash about it. Doug Peterson I when they were two know, and six. Literally told their team in the locker room, we're going to have a chance to play for a playoff berth. We're going to have a chance. Well, what Peterson's done now with two different franchises. Come on, man. Like, he wins the Super Bowl in Philly. It's never happened before. And does it with a backup quarterback eventually when the starter who's young goes down. And then he turns around, has an excellent title defense the next year. It doesn't result in success, but they get to the playoffs. They win a playoff game. They have a chance to win another one, both on the road. And, and now with a new franchise, a toxic culture, he turns that around in one year and has them in the playoffs. Man is one of the great candidates for Coach of the Year this year. There are many of them. What went wrong with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers this season? Coming up, KJM. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.